The Peak Daily is brought to you by our title sponsor, TELUS. TELUS is a leader in social capitalism and believes that to do well as a company, we must also do good in the communities where we live, work, and serve. The $100 million TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good invests in for-profit companies and founders of impact-driven companies to help move the needle on social innovation in Canada through its support of companies generating both business and social returns. Learn more about the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good at telus.com slash pollinator fund. I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, November 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Brett, do you get the Toronto Star at home? No, I don't get the Toronto Star. I don't even know how I would get the Toronto Star, even if I wanted it. They'd have to drop it off downstairs. I'd have to go down to pick it up every morning. So no, I don't get it. So there are these things called newspapers that used to be made out of paper. And the Toronto Star just got a redesign actually yesterday. So that was interesting. But more importantly to this podcast is that gum was a big loser in that pandemic. It turns out gum sales were down like 20% because people generally chew gum when they're going to be around other people and they don't want those other people to smell their breath. So gum took a COVID hit. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're chewing gum alone, you have to be a maniac. What's the purpose behind it? I understand if you're chewing it because you want your breath to smell good, but just sitting there alone in your apartment chewing gum, it just seems crazy to me. Well, so maybe some people chew gum and read the actual hard copy of the newspaper. Those people are really out of your league, Brett. Yeah, I, you know, again, the newspaper thing I find crazy. By the way, the redesign, I didn't love the redesign either. I saw a picture of it. But yeah, the gum doesn't surprise me, and I've never been much of a gum guy. So I've never been much of a newspaper guy, never been much of a gum guy. So if you like both those things, Jay, I apologize. It's just been off for me. It's okay. There's some stuff you will like later in the podcast. What do we have for PayPal's today? For our first story, floods in BC. For our second story, clutch accelerates. And for our last story, space trash. For our first story, floods may cause delays at the port of Vancouver, which is Canada's largest port. And just to recap, Brett, there was a major international climate change conference you may have heard about recently. This has to be related. Tell us what's happening with the floods out west. Yeah, we really need to do something about this. So out west, there's been torrential downpours that meteorologists attribute to what's known as an atmospheric river, which is basically a a way of seeing lots of rain. This is resulting in flooding throughout the lower mainland NBC and importantly causing delays at the Port of Vancouver, which is Canada's largest port. And as Peak Pals know, North American ports are already crowded as a result of supply chain bottlenecks. So a delay at the Port of Vancouver, which is the fourth largest port in North America, will absolutely exacerbate this crisis. The main issue with the port is that railroad operators have had to shut down tracks that offer the primary route to and from the port so cargo can't get out by rail. This is creating wait times of well over a week which is compared to the wait time, which normally takes days. So, Brett, why should PayPal's care about floods in BC? Well, first, I want to let our friends out west know that we are thinking of them through this severe weather crisis. It's been really tough with both this and the forest fires of the summer. But on the business side, extended delays at the Port of Vancouver are happening at the worst possible time. We've been telling you this for the past few weeks, but you got to get your Christmas shopping done now. If they continue, that shopping might get very tough as goods will struggle to get into the country. Including gum, maybe. For our second story, Ontario-based Clutch raised $100 million in new funding. Jay, what is Clutch? I'll tell you what's Clutch. Raising $100 million is definitely Clutch. Just kidding. Using some vernacular there. So founded in 2016, Clutch is Canada's first online retailer for pre-owned cars. They operate a platform that makes it easy to research and buy a car from the convenience of your own home or your couch. And then they even deliver the car to you after you buy it. Clutch got a big boost from the pandemic, a surge of interest in used cars in particular, plus 
Growing demand for e-commerce, everything drove their revenue up fourfold in the past year. And now they're getting help from D1 Capital Partners, the fund that's also invested in Clutch's equivalent companies in the U.S., U.K., and Mexico. Clutch plans to use this fresh $100 million in funding to grow their team and infrastructure so they can launch in more Canadian markets and meet their goal of servicing 90% of Canadians by the end of 2023. And Jay, I'm wondering where these last 10% are. Like, where are they? Well, it's like the vaccination rollout, I guess. So Jay, why should Pete Pals care about Clutch? Well, cars are one of the few purchases that most people still do in person. So it was only a matter of time before the entire crappy dealership process was disrupted. And I just did a little bit of research on Clutch, and they actually have the car that I've been looking for for some time. So they might have a new customer as well. Maybe I should get a car once I learn to drive. Get a license, then a car. Yeah. For our last story, a Russian weapons test created 1,500 pieces of space junk that's now threatening astronauts on the International Space Station. Brett, this sounds like an awful story. Well, it's a story that could be made into a movie, so that's kind of cool. Every once in a while, the world's big military powers like to show how strong they are by testing their latest and greatest weapons, even in space. And that's exactly what Russia did. They used their latest missile to destroy an old Russian satellite, really just to show that they can. It was a, a real intimidation tactic. And while the operation did go according to plan, they did blow up the satellite, the debris did not. See, usually countries test these weapons well below the space station, so not to interfere with that operation. The debris created by the strike was within orbit of the International Space Station, and NASA said even the smallest fragment could do major damage to the station because of the speed of both the station and the fragments. And for anybody who saw Midnight Sky, this actually happened in the George Clooney movie. NASA also warned that lower orbit objects, including the new Chinese space station and the Hubble telescope, were also at risk. And by the way, it's worth noting that two Russians are actually on the International Space Station right now, so it's kind of a self-inflicted potential wound. Brett, why should we all care about space trash? Well, the space trash is obviously important because it can disrupt the space station and different satellites that we rely on and all of that. But, you know, the good news is, is that the ISS says they're not in immediate danger. They at least don't believe they're in immediate danger. However, the test does give us a glimpse into what the future of war could look like, and it's probably going to be out of this world. P-Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice, share it with friends. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, while we were doing this podcast, I thought of the perfect supply chain, not dependent gift for you. You want to know what it is? Tell me. You are getting a subscription to the Toronto Star. Oh, that's it's yeah. And a pack of gum. Have a good day.